I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. And happy Friday, everybody. Welcome. You all are in for a treat today because we have one of my favorite creators here today, Bram Rivera, and his co-founder, Max Levine, over their company, Amp Studios, which is a cool creator-driven company where they have different creators and they represent a lot of other different cool people and they're just amazing and phenomenal like there's jeremy who's really funny there's um brent's sister lexi we have pearson andrew like so many cool ones that they're behind and so we have max and brent here today they're going to talk to us about how amp studios came about the future of the creator-driven economy and creator content how that comes about videos all the above he breaks it they both break it all the way down so if you like content if you like creators if you just want to hang out and get the weekend started you're in the right place as they break down amp studios and what amp studios is all about and what's to come so grab a seat grab a snack grab your phone and let's get into today's episode and max and brent welcome to the show how are you guys Good, good, good. How are you? Good, good. So before we get started, we always start with the question of what the term young influential means to you, and there's no right or wrong answer. Oh, wow. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Uh, Someone that, um, you know, shares positive energy on the internet or socials, um, and they're young (laughs) at heart. (laughs) You know, there's it's age is just a number here. I completely agree. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Max? What is young influencers um, mean? I would say the ability to impact people. And I think the power of the internet is you can do that at scale. So like, you know, Brent, for instance, is this 25-year-old guy in Orange County, and he can reach tens of millions of people around the world. And I feel like because of the internet and these platforms, um, he has the ability to do that on a worldwide basis. So... Come on with those perfect. Okay, well, I guess we're done. Like perfect answers. Like we're done. Like, that's a podcast right there. Done. Thank you, Colin. Thanks, my, thanks everybody. 
but before we get into all the cool stuff that Amp Studios is up to and that you guys are doing, take us back to childhood. Um, like for you both, like were you guys into media or were there any like content creators or people that were you guys really looked up to and influenced you? Yeah, for me, I mean, there was a few uh, different YouTubers and people in the space that were making great videos that were um, inspiring me to make my own. But some of them being, I don't know, I mean, there's these are really old names, but um, one of them was named Charlie is so cool like. Um, he was like a British YouTuber. And then there was also a, a kid named Supermac18 on YouTube, which he was super like, it was like the beginning of time on YouTube. Um, but but yeah, I actually did auditions and stuff um, uh, for like commercials and things like that growing up when I was little. And I loved being in front of the camera. But one thing that I just didn't like was always being told no. I mean, 90% <laughs> of or 95% of the time you're said, you know, you're told no and you don't get the part. And it's just like, it's frustrating. And as a kid, it was just like, uh, like, like I love doing it, but I never had enough opportunity to do what I felt like. So that's why I kind of got into um, making my own videos because it was something that I love to do, but I didn't, just didn't want to rely on someone saying yes or no. So, um, so yeah. Come on. Yeah. And, and, and I guess on my end, um, you know, I, I'm a nineties kid. I'm a few years old, older than Brent. So like I grew up right during the Disney Renaissance. So I think that was like really shameful, like as a kid, just consuming that content and kind of growing up around that. And I didn't, I don't have as much as like an arts background like Brent, but I'm generally curious. I'm entrepreneurial. Um, I learned from a lot of different fields. So again, it wasn't like my pure passion where like, I want to be a creator because that didn't really exist back then. But um, I, I think it's cool just like our generation being able to grow up with that. And obviously now, like we have so much power in the media industry, what we, what we can kind of take from our childhood and what we grew up with to apply to what we're doing now. And Max, you said Disney. I have to know, like, do you have a favorite DCOM or Disney movie? Like, you can't just say that without giving us a little bit more. High School Musical. So do you mean, like, the Disney Channel? (laughs) Either or. You tell us. Okay. Honestly, so High School Musical was, that was when I was kind of coming out of Disney Channel. Um, (laughs) There are so many. Oh, my God. So I love the Mighty Ducks. That's not, I don't think that's, like, a Disney Channel movie. But, like, that was, like, my favorite, like, Disney type of movie growing up um there were so many there's like the luck of the irish yes. smart house all those oh like God. i love those growing up so i would say a few in that realm for sure come on okay brent we need yours now too what are yours my favorite disney movie yeah let's go into it uh i would say uh coco is my favorite uh, um, so good oh my god yeah such a good such a good movie i mean yeah it's definitely top of the top of the list there Oh my gosh. Okay. And also everybody, I'm a huge Camp Rock person. It turns 15 this year. So I need Disney to like do something to like celebrate the 15th anniversary. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> Disney, 15? Like, 15. That's 2008. Crazy. Come on. That's insane. That's, I felt like it was just like five years ago that they released Camp Rock. Like I need, like I need a third one or something. I need, I need something to fill this void. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but kind of continue our conversation, like, so Brett, how, what made you get into like creating content? I know you said you did auditions and stuff and you were very like arts focused, like what kind of like inspired you to like be like, okay, it's my time to like get into it. You know, um, I just loved experimenting with, um, I just, I, I just loved experimenting with like my camera and I, I actually got a camera for, I think it was Christmas. I got one day, 
Um, and it just was something that I like love to do. I, I enjoyed. And um, one summer from uh, one, I think it was seventh grade summer, I kind of spent all all summer days like just making videos. Um, they were getting like a few few hundred videos every or a few hundred views um, every video. And um, I mean, it was just something that I really loved to do. Uh, and so that's kind of how I got started um, with just posting. But um, but yeah, it was it was definitely definitely very a little you know obviously like in the beginning it's not going to be as you know fast growing or you know but it was just a lot of fun with a small community that i had it was just um, a lot of fun to be as creative as i wanted to be to test out all the different avenues that um you know it's it's really fun on the start you know for sure because you get to kind of establish that you know what you're going to be doing you know in the future so I know. I feel like everybody's always like, oh, I don't want to start because, like, I don't know how to, like, edit or do stuff. And I'm like, everybody hates their first video or what first whatever. Like, did you have, do you still have that feeling, like, where you're like, oh, gosh, why did I make that first whatever it was? <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, I always tell everyone, in order to, like, really get to where you want to be and be respected, you have to go through, um, you know, times where you're just going to be made of, you're going to look like a fool. And, like, that's because, I mean, I went through a bunch of stages. I mean, I was so young and I was just making videos that just weren't good, you know? <laughs> so like you have to, you have to do that in order to get better. And like, that's what I always tell everyone is, you know, if, and then if you're scared to fail, then that's, I mean, that's how you're not going to get started, you know? So um, you just have to get started and go and then learn along the way. Yeah. Like you can't just be like, Oh, I'll wait till I have like a Canon camera or whatever. I'm like, you need to be like the rest of us and film on your iPod touch. Like, <laughs> Oh yeah, like, no, I mean, to... on, <laughs> on Vine I had an iPhone. On Vine I had an iPhone five, and my and my front camera didn't work. So every Vine that I did, I had to film backwards, oh, like gosh. this. So I would I would have to record um, backwards, and I would have to like it would it would be insane, but it worked. So it was good. You know, here we are. <laughs> and <sp> yeah, <laughs> and speaking of Vine and platforms, like as like time went on, have you like? found yourself I feel like now everybody's like like oh TikTok's where I feel like I'm growing faster or uh, let's try YouTube in longer form like do you feel like you're kind of gravitating now towards one platform versus the others like we have so many now like YouTube shorts and all that so I feel like it's a lot yeah I mean each platform goes through waves I've kind of seen like different different waves going on I mean you know, one platform can kind of have a slow month, slow year, and then like all of a sudden they release like a new feature or a new thing that creators can hop on that can they can take advantage of, um, you know, the growth or just the monetary uh, value of it. But like with like say YouTube Shorts, right? I mean, it's a it's a good opportunity to to make short form content to grow your audience fast. Um, you know, with Snapchat, it's a good opportunity to make you know make money every every day just posting stories. So. Um, these things change over time. And um, that's what's so cool about it is you never know really what's around the corner with these apps and, and what they have in store with, you know, what they're going to be offering. And um, I mean, it's fun. I mean, it's, it's definitely a lot of fun. There's always the, you know, things that stay constant though, like long form content has always been something that has been extremely like, you know, powerful in this space. I mean, like, it's been, you know, around since the beginning and it hasn't changed too much, you know? So, um, that's always good, you know, to have that, but, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's really fun to test out new types of content, you know, and just like kind of keep on adjusting with the apps as the apps continue to grow and change. So. And do you have like a favorite go-to one, like right now that you feel like you're kind of 
putting more work into or? Yeah, right now we're working a lot on shorts. Um, we're doing a lot of, we're probably doing one or two short a week. Um, obviously we're focusing a lot of our energy and time in the um, YouTube long form and then Snapchat we're, t- you know, posting a few stories a day um, right now. So uh, yeah, so it's, it's exciting. Come on and fast forward. Um, walk us through amp studios now, like you have like working with all your close friends and family and stuff. Like how did that idea come about? Like where did, where did this come from? Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I've always, I've always kind of, you know, I, I, we started in, um, in Orange County, um, which is about an hour away from LA. And what, what happened was when, when Vine, um, kind of blew up and all these creators started blowing up, they all moved to Los Angeles. And I kind of found myself going to school still in high school. So I was kind of stuck in Orange County. I I didn't really have like a core creator group to collab with. I didn't really, I was kind of just by myself and, um, you know, which is, which is great because I did learn a lot fast, but at the same time, it was so hard to, to grow in that way. And, um, so I've always wanted kind of like a, a collaborative group to, to work with, um, to help expand like the content. And so, um, I, I, I was looking, um, at a few creators on, on musically at the time. And I was like, I, I want to work with this kid. I, I want to help him grow. And I feel like in, you know, we could kind of grow together. Um, and so basically Max and I, we kind of, um, you know, organized, um, we kind of got together and, um, we started with our first creator that we brought on to help grow. Um, you know, Amp, Amp Studios is a talent incubator, so we help grow new creators and uh, not only their businesses but their, you know, their content. And so um, our first creator was Ben Aslart. Um, he lives in Hawaii at the time. He was about 15 years old. He started with like 3,000 followers on Instagram, uh, like 4,000 on YouTube. And um, yeah, we looked at him, and I was like, like I think this kid, this kid's gonna blow up <laughs> i don't know i don't know how it was kind of i would say it was a little bit of luck i was like i was like you know because i i didn't know at the time you know like um, i was so young and you know but um he he moved out here with his mom and he just went hard and he and he made cr- crazy cool content um and we established you know we we really helped him out but at the same time he really proved that he could do it and um, now he has over 20 million subscribers on YouTube. He has, t- you know, 7 million on Instagram, 10 million on TikTok. So he's literally done way better than we originally thought, you know, um, anything, you know. So, yeah, I mean, and Max, you can even explain more on on just like that too. Yeah. So like, I think now we've kind of like honed in on, you know, maybe in the beginning, it's like, oh, this person has a good look or like I have a hunch. And now we've kind of like built out like an entire process for like how we identify you know, and evaluate what different types of creators that we want to bring on. Because ultimately, like we're investing a lot of resources into these people. And for us, like we kind of view ourselves as like, how can we build the next generation Disney that we all kind of grew up on? (laughs) And, you know, growing up on that, a lot of that was very like that content was driven by the brand. And now content is driven by personalities or creators. So if we kind of create, you know, the next version of that, it's like, how do we bundle all these personalities together who are technically channels and kind of create like a network that, you know, are essentially, um, you know, they cross collaborate, they promote each other, um, they're in each other's content, et cetera. So we've kind of scaled out that, you know, format. Now we have around a dozen total, total channels. We're hitting around 3 billion monthly views across all major platforms. Um, and yeah, like now we're getting into different things. Like we've created wholly owned channels from scratch. Um, 
we launched a channel called Amp World, which is like our Disney channel or <laughs> MTV for like all of our personalities. That just hit over 4 million on YouTube. Um, we recently uh, casted a 14-year-old girl and kind of like we're building a brand around her and her you know, fictitious name is Sydney Smiles. And we're kind of like building that brand as a YouTube channel. So we kind of view it as like programming can be personality driven. It can be driven by like these channels that we can create from scratch. But ultimately, like we're in the content business. So like we want to be able to like make content and achieve a certain amount of scale. So that's kind of like long tail how we've evolved into what we are today. And when you guys are like uh, finding content, like I know Brett touched on a little bit. He's like, oh, I saw like homie and I was like oh he's got the he's got the vision like do you guys like just like search like different like platforms to be like oh they seem cool like we see something here like how does that like scouting kind of process work yeah Yeah. we're always on the hunt for new creators you know and I think like our checklist has, has grown throughout the years as we continue to kind of work with you know new ones and and kind of find things that we like and you know um so yeah, I mean, there's there's a long process to you know bringing on a new creator. Um, you know, obviously, it starts with just passion and drive. Um, you know, they have to be able to, you know, they want they need to want to do it. You know, but um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. But you know, I think the, the for the most part, it is like you know, it doesn't matter so much if they can create con- good content now. Uh, it's more so like, can, will they be mm-hmm. able to? Will they put in the work? Um, you know, and will they kind of vibe with the group, you know, with the current, you know, the current people that we have and, and be a good team player. So yeah, there's a lot that goes into kind of scouting for new creators. Um, and then Max, you can even touch more on that. I mean, there's, it's a yeah. long, it's a long process. For sure. And like, I think we're kind of evolving how we go about finding creators. Initially it was like, Oh, I found this kid on Instagram or TikTok. Now we have like more people on our team actively looking, we're utilizing like different um, like APIs out there that can like scrape like up and coming creators we're building relationships to different like acting schools or like theater programs and maybe going in and speak like we're doing that later today funny enough um then when we find these people we meet them we meet their family um we're really like we're really particular about like the type of individual that we bring in because they're going to be you know (laughs) making a lot of money they're going to become famous essentially and we just want to make sure like those principles um, are solid and that foundation is solid and they're doing it for the right reasons and not they're going to become famous and make, you know, a decent amount of money after two, three years and then go to parties and, you know, kind of like waste their time and our time. So like, we're really focused on the character of the individual and how passionate they are and like doing it because they're passionate, not because they want other things as a result. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. Yeah, because I feel like I've met so many who are like, oh, I want to be the next Alex Earl or the next, like, whomever. and be. But it's like, once you tell them, it's like, oh, yeah, like, we have to wake up at 6 and we have to film 10 TikToks a day. And then we have to, like, do two or three interviews. And then we have our engagements that we have to do in person. And then once you get them the list, they're like, wait. I don't want to do that. I just want to like get the stuff, like you said, and just like take the picture. And it's like, no, it's actual work. You have to be willing to do the work. Like it's not, nobody hands you anything. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and, and I think a lot of that is just like, we, we try to like project those traits on like, we know all that stuff will happen, but it's like, can this person be focused when they're invited to like all these cool things or like all these premieres or like all these like brand trips and like, yeah, like maybe doing those things once in a while, is like beneficial or nice, but it's not really like your core craft. Your core craft is content and like building audience and like building a business around that. And like a lot of times people interpret work by like going to like different events in LA when that's not really work. So I think we try to build that culture where like we're really focused on what actually does matter. And if we see people who can kind of get like distracted or like maybe have the ability to get distract distracted, it's not going to be a fit. I mean, and there's a lot of, yeah, like you said, there's a lot of shiny things that come along with, you know, growing as a creator and and moving to California and seeing all this glitz and glam and parties and things like that. And like, you know, we're very, yeah, content focused and, um, you know, because that's what's going to get you the most opportunities in the long term. And, you know, you look at like the span, like the lifespan of like a creator, you know, nowadays it's about two to three years is, you know, they grow and then, um, they kind of, you know, uh, kind of, you know, dissipate a little bit. And I feel like that's because, you know, there's this, um, you know, a lot of creators kind of, you know, they grow with, you know, the content that they make, but then, you know, when they come out here, um, you know, there's so many things going on. They sign up for so much that they don't have time to create that content that they were originally making. And therefore, um, you know, they don't get, you know, they're not going to have that like good, you know, growth in the future and, and make their, you know, career long-term five, 10, 10 years, it kind of just, you know, slows down a bit. And then, um, yeah, it's not, yeah, but. And, and real quick to add on, not to nerd out here, but there's <laughs> over 50 million channels. Yeah. So there's over 50 million channels on YouTube out of, out of that only, uh, 2 million have over 10,000 subscribers and only 600 have over 10 million subscribers. And our game is identifying people or, you know, creators who can be in that 10 million class. So we're trying to find people who can be the top 600 out of 50 million. 
And like, that's our model. And that's why we're so particular about who we work with. And like, it's very easy to fall into like <laughs> the rest of that, but that's not really the game that we're in. Yeah. And when you said that about the whole, like, uh, when you said that about like the creators not being able to make that content, it made me think of like how growing up, you would always see those videos where it's like, hey guys, I know it's been four months since I made a video, but I'm back now. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> and then they go away for like another five months. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I've had a few yeah I mean I've had a few favorite creators go 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 away for a little bit and that's fine you know breaks are breaks are good you know and you, sometimes you need you know you need those breaks but sometimes like you know yeah they're just like you know <laughs> <laughs> like i'm thinking like i was yeah, I on that. youtube today and i was like oh i haven't seen a video from so much in a while let me search and like the last video they uploaded was like hey guys it was like back after it was like first whatever after six months and i'm like babe you're still gone like you came back with that one video and you're gone it's like that. i'll be posting every week from now on and then four weeks later no video yeah yeah, yeah. oh literally <laughs> They're like, we're going to do Vlogmas this year. It's like December 2nd. It's like the last video. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I've had a few. For you. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I, I am. I relate to that hard. <laughs> uh, but um, I know you guys both mentioned that you guys are now trying to like create relationships with like the acting schools and stuff. But what other like in-person type things do you guys do to connect with like people and whether it's like on the talent side or just like with people who are like fans of you guys also, like do you guys do any other like in-person type things? Yeah. I mean, um, we're planning on going to VidCon this year as a group for I think the third year in a row. So that's going to be um, extremely fun because we get to actually meet the people that, you know, watch our videos, which is always, you know, a great thing, you know, to see everyone in real life. Cause you just, you know, on a daily basis, we're just, you know, filming, you know, looking at a camera, you know, we're not seeing these people, you know, real time. And, and so, to actually meet and, you know, talk with the people that watch the videos is just incredible. So uh, we're super excited for that. Um, and then as Max said, you know, um, you know, we're always kind of, you know, looking for new talent. And, and for that, we, you know, we go to different things like, you know, go to schools and um, things like that to, to, to sh share with them, you know, what we do, how we do it. And, um, you know, if there's any interest from people uh, that they can kind of like reach out and um, kind of go through like the process of um, like the interviewing uh, process come on let's go i'll be at vidcon too so i'll definitely be showing up to your guys if you guys are doing a panel or whatever i'll be there in the back with like a sign or to be like oh, all right on the back or whatever hey. <laughs> we better see a sign <laughs> there. So i love working. i love amp and high school musical Boom, yeah if you see somebody in the back with a troy boltman wig on it's me <laughs> Come on stage with yeah. the Troy Bolton wig on. It would be very easy to spot. Oh if that's the case. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then out of out of just curiosity, like now that we're talking about like collabs and stuff, are there any other types of like I know there's like playlist live and other types of things. Are there any events out there that you guys are like wanting to like speak at or like go to or connect with like in that realm that you guys haven't established the partnership with yet? I mean. We, I've never actually been to, um, I've actually never been to Playlist Live, <laughs> which is kind of funny. <laughs> so I've been, I've been doing this for like 10 years and I haven't been to Playlist Live. Um, but, um, no, I mean, I, I just, I love, I love, you know, talking with people and speaking and things like that. So, I mean, the more that we can do that and spread the word of like what we do and, and share like all the awesome things that we're working on and, and however we can, you know, impact people or influence people in a positive way, I'm always 100% on board with. Um, so you know, we're always looking for cool speaking opportunities, cool things that we can talk, 
you know, to, you know, people about and show them that social media is the next, you know, is the next big thing. (laughs) Come on. No, yeah, because I I was thinking about it. And I was like, dang, how many? Because I'm now thinking, I'm like, I'm now seeing more of those like playlist lives and like other type of vid content things pop up. And I'm like, how? I'm like, what? How are they all going to differ? Like, I know like the metaverse creators have like their own. And then we have like the Twitch, which is like more the video game one. But I feel like we're now starting to see more of the like subsets kind of break out with like the different types of creator avenues now, um, like kind of finding their own like groups and like community and stuff, now, which is really cool. Yeah, definitely. No, early on, I remember in 2014 when there was like a Digi, um, Digi tour, um, which was super interesting because like there was just a bunch of different types of creators that came to one place and they would just like go on stage and just everyone would just be like, ah, <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> like those days were insane. And then with like MagCon too, like uh, that was really popular back in the day. Oh my um, those were just like meet and greet, meet and greet conventions. But um yeah, I feel like the meet and greet conventions have definitely been a thing of the past. I, I, I think it, it, they are a thing of the past. I don't know if like, I mean, maybe not. I don't know. I don't no, know. I'm not sure. I, I feel that. I feel that. Max, I feel like you have some thoughts. <laughs> yeah, like I think that's kind of when Brett and I both got into this, when there's a lot of those like little events and stuff like that. Um, and the landscape has really changed. Um, the, the creators who really did those types of events were like short form creators and I think what we learned at VidCon last year was like a lot of those short form creators don't really have like the pull or sway to like really bring in an audience like that. And a lot of the long form creators, they have so much going on. They have like fully built out production teams, production schedules, the whole nine yards. So it's kind of hard for them to like go like on like a tour mm-hmm. or something like that. But like, I think like the future of it is um, maybe what, you know, like something like Mr. Beast Burger, right? Like he launched a restaurant or like a physical location and then he's showing up there for the launch of that and that's a way for like him to like activate his audience to maybe come see him or you know have some type of interaction with him or like his product so i think things are kind of going more in that direction versus like you can meet your favorite creator and like wait in line if that makes sense oh, yeah and i i remember last year yeah because i was at vidcon again last year and i remember because i never i just discovered mr beast like maybe a week before and i saw he had his like little thing at the youtube drive through that was insane and mm-hmm. just like it's really cool yeah, now seeing how crazy. like creators are now like everybody's like oh all you do is make stuff online it's like no like we're making full-flown businesses and stuff and i feel like now people are starting to take it more seriously they're like oh like it's not just my child making videos online but like oh now he has like a makeup line or a media company or like a full-blown restaurant or stuff like i feel like people are now starting to like be like oh like this is serious like it's not just a hobby this is something that is long form if like what you said Brent earlier like if you're willing to put in the work and like work with whomever to like create that vision out and like bring it out yeah yeah no i mean these the videos have only you know especially for me like as time goes on i learn more and more about creating content and being you know that you know, producer, director, writer. And like, I've, you know, in this, these last couple of years, I've improved so much with like, just like, you know, how it works and how like, you know, I want my videos to be. And like, I mean, you know, we're doing things now that I wouldn't have even imagined a year or two years ago um, on YouTube. And it's like insane the way that, um, you know, things change so fast. Um, and um, yeah, how, how hard work can like uh, definitely, you know, help you know, help you 
grow as a as a creator, you know. Um, and yeah, it's really really special. And I feel like another thing that a lot of people don't talk about that I was like liked hearing at last year at VidCon was like how a lot of creators mentioned how they batch post, like how they'll pick days where they'll film like 10 or 15 videos because they're like, oh, on days where we're burnt out or we don't feel like it, we can just like reach into drafts and do that. Like, do you do something like that to help deal with burnout? So I feel like that's something we don't really hear a lot about. We're just like, oh, so-and-so's posting 10 videos today. Like, I guess they don't have burnout or whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah, so so creator burnout, you know, is 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 definitely something that's pretty common um, in the creator space. You know, as um, as you continue making videos, you know, um, if you don't, if you're kind of if you have too much on your plate, that's what causes like burnout. Um, you get kind of you get kind of sick of doing what you're doing, and you just feel uninspired. You feel you don't feel creative, right? And so that's where like that comes. Um, I think if you if you continue to adjust your content as you continue to grow as a person. Um, the content will kind of align with what you're um, like, what you're doing, you know, in life. And um, as long as you continue to change um, your content and as, as long as you continue to um, grow your team in the necessary ways to where you don't have to be every single part of the team, um, you will avoid creator burnout. And I, I feel like I, I still haven't experienced creator burnout yet. And I think it's because like every month or every week I'm reevaluating what are we doing that we can do better next week and also what am I doing that I don't like? What am I what am I not looking forward to in like in the next few months and what am I looking forward to? And I basically adjust my content to favor what I want to do in life and what I want to like, you know, see and what I want to so a lot a lot recently like this last couple couple years or year, um, we've been traveling a little bit more and doing travel content. So you can make content on what you want to make content about, but you just have to be smart about it and you have to continue to, obviously you can't change your video style like that. That's mm-hmm. not how it works and that's how you'll lose an audience. Um, you have to slowly but surely change what, you're, what you want to. Um, so you do have to be smart about it, but there's a way to continue to do what you enjoy and continue to change because everyone changes as people and it's not, you know, that's not unusual. So, um, so yeah, that's my advice to any creator that's, you know, that's dealing with creator burnout is, you know, continue to change your content every week. I mean, it's not just like, you know, um, an every year type thing. So mm-hmm. No, that's such a good point. Cause I feel like, so I'm, I'm thinking of like one creator in particular, I'm not going to name who it is, but like, I remember when they switched from doing like, they used to do like travel content and they switched to doing just like content about plants. I'm not kidding you guys. Like, and I'm like, girl, you can't just like, it was like her next video. I'm like, you can't just switch to us and talk about being a plant mom after like your last videos about how to make like a great cupcake recipe. Like, what is this? Like, what's going on here? Uh It's like, you need to, Uh if she had teased it out and like slowly been like, hey guys, this is how I incorporate plants into when I like to bake or something. Like instead of a heart, she hard launched this in her plant, her plant journey. I was like, babe, like, please like slow down. (laughs) Yeah, no, seriously. I mean, with anything, you know, you're going to have to be doing things that maybe you don't want to do sometimes. Right. But it's understanding that, you know, as time goes on, you're going to inch closer to what you want to do, but you can't be like a full fledged. Oh, okay. Let's, you know, let's, I'm going to go from what I make right now to I'm going to become a DJ. Right. (laughs) Like, so I'm going to only post DJ content from now on. It'd be terrible. It would be, it would be a, a, a massive failure. I mean, which, which is, you know, but I definitely encourage creators to do what they enjoy and, and but but I think 
you don't, your mind doesn't switch overnight, right? Like you're not, I'm not going to wake up in the morning tomorrow and be like, I want to become a DJ. I mean, I would have like time to think about it and then I would create a plan and I'd be like, okay, this is how I'm going to do it. These next year or two, I'm going to post more music content. I'm going to kind of inch closer to like music, attend more music festivals, do more content around like just music in general. And that's going to help me get to where I want to be. But I'm not going to just automatically just create you know, <laughs> DJ content right off the bat, you know? So, um, so yeah, it's just being smart about it, you know, and then make sure you have a plan, long-term plan with anything. So, yeah. Yeah. I wish you would have talked to her because that was a hard launch. And like, <laughs> it was, I was like, babe, like, I love this for you, but like, you got to inch us into this. Like we're not ready. <laughs> yeah. No, cause a lot, a lot of the audience maybe isn't going to want to watch it. So you kind of have to re not only retrain the audience, but you have to kind of regrow your audience in a way where you have to find that new, you know, that, that niche to where like, I mean, they, there's going to be people that do enjoy that new content, but you got to find them first, you know, and like that takes time. So, um, so yeah. No, amen. Um, and then <laughs> for my last question, um, what advice do we kind of touched on it earlier? But what what advice do you have for someone who's like, Brent, so cool, love that Max, yo, cool, but like, I don't know where to start as a content creator. Like, what's like something that somebody can be like, okay, like I want to start making content around making sweaters for llamas. Like, oh, where do they get started? Like, do they just like grab their phone or like, what do you what do you suggest they do? Um, I would suggest, yeah, whatever you have, whether it's a phone. A, a nice camera just continue every day basically tell yourself make one piece of content every single day for a year and just continue to to learn 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 it's going to take time uh, like everything does but if you challenge yourself every day and say this video is going to be better than the last you will get better you will learn a lot and eventually you'll know enough to where when there's an opportunity that comes up say like the next tiktok or the next shorts you will be ready and you'll be able to, to take advantage of it and, and grow on it. And I think that's the most important thing is don't be afraid to get down and dirty. You know, don't be afraid to take inspiration from other creators because it's not about being the most original person, you know, on social media. Um, you know, you can be inspired by people and you can give them credit. Um, but that, that, that's what, you know, that's what everything, you know, that's what life's about is, is, is seeing what you like and, 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 you know, taking that and, and doing your thing, but you know, with, with tastefully, you know? Um, so yeah, that's my advice, Max. Um, I don't, yeah. You know. And like, we, we have like a quote that we like, it's an overnight success story takes 10 years. Right. And a lot of this just compounds over time. So if you just, if you really are passionate about something, you want to get into something, you just have to do it and it can take years and you have to be like committed to that with the idea or goal that you're going to get 1% better every day. And then over time, you'll get a break just by like the sheer volume you're doing, you know, in terms of what you're putting out there. And then that could lead to more things. So you just kind of have to put yourself out there on a repetitive basis, you know, potentially for years. And like, that's how a lot of like the biggest creators in the world or, you know, the most successful entrepreneurs in the world, like that's how they've got gotten started. And yeah, you can have like money or, you know, connections or whatever, but it only gets you so far. It doesn't replace like passion for something. So ultimately that's really what it's about. Come on guys with those great answers. Come on, inspiring the kids. <laughs> uh, but for my, <laughs> that's what I'll change that my LinkedIn. I know, honestly, honestly, and honestly, Max, I feel like I quoted 
that last quote that you said about the it takes 10 years. I swear I quoted that to someone the other day. I was like, you guys, it takes 10 years to make an overnight success. And they were like, yeah. wow. And I was like, yo, I don't know who said that, but whoever it is, like, yo, I'm over here using your quote and I'm blessing these kids. So now yeah, that yeah, I, that's I, said, <laughs> I, I, I bug all your devices, so I know what you're talking about. So, yeah. Reverse psychology. So now I'll be like, so now on my LinkedIn, I'll like put that back on there and I'll put like, quote, Max. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But for my last question, if you guys could film with anybody, like what, who would you, who do you want to film with? It could be a celebrity creator. And what type of video do you want to do? So I have this new idea (laughs) that I want to test out. Um, so uh, I wanted to do like I wanted to create like a little skit channel because I miss like making like little skits. But um, I had this. Uh, no one steal it, by the way. I'm <laughs> copyrighted already. Um, it's it'd be called it'd be called house sitting. And so basically, I'd go to different like people's houses, so celebrities, YouTubers, and um, when they go away, um, I will be house sitting their house. And it's kind of like a little skit. So um, it's kind of like a house tour mixed with like a funny like funny little storylines that we can add into it, like where I get to meet their dog. Um, I get to maybe have a party in their house without them knowing, you know? Um, and I think one celebrity that would be great for that would be someone like, like Kevin Hart or like, um, or like even like Olivia Rodrigo. Oh my so, gosh. Yes. Um, I feel like that would be um, a, a good, yeah. A good collab. Oh my gosh. I love that. Yeah. All right, Max, what about you? Um, well, I'm not like a video creator like this. Everyone makes fun of me because I try to make like LinkedIn content and stuff. But um, I don't know. Um, yeah, like I'm, I'm not really sure. Like I, there's obviously some people in the business side I look up to, whether it's like a, like a Jeff Bezos types or, you know, I guess like Elon is kind of controversial now, but like I re- really respect what he's built. So yeah, like I would kind of lean to more like people on that side of things um, versus like, you know, creating video content with like a pure celebrity type. So I want to do something with Peppa Pig and I'm putting it out there. I don't know why. I can't tell you why, but me and Peppa, we need to collab. I'm down to do like whatever, like baking. If she wants to ride bikes, I just want to do something with Peppa Pig. I like Peppa, if your team's listening, which I know they are, like, let's do it. Let's do it, babe. I love it. Uh, But thank you both for being here today and just, you know, being a good time. Awesome. Thanks, Colin. Wow. How great was this episode? If you were like me, you probably took a lot of notes and have a lot of questions and comments. So if you do, feel free to add us at Adweek across Twitter, Instagram, all the social medias. And we'd love to hear from you all. And feel free to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. That always helps us. And we can't wait to hear from you all and see you in the next episode. So bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Young Influentials part of the Adweek Podcast Network and ACAST Creator Network. This podcast was produced by Al Manorino, executive produced by Chris Aaron, and edited by Lane McGibney at Bountwell Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcast. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? 
Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 